You know, the Miami Hurricanes are a finalist for one of the top quarterbacks in the class of 2023. So what happens next? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host of Locked on Canes, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including most recently post-game and pre-game on the Miami Hurricanes radio network. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. We are available free wherever you get your pods and available free on YouTube as well. So this is exciting. The Miami Hurricanes are one of the top seven finalists for one of the top quarterbacks in the country, five-star Jaden Rashada from old Pittsburgh, CA, Pittsburgh, California. Uh, his finalist, Jalen Rashada, it is down to LSU, Oregon, Florida, Ole Miss, Miami, Cal, and Texas A&M. So that's a big finalist list, top seven He's really want to make this uh, really wanted to make this suspenseful and folks it's May 18th right now he is going to announce his choice is Rashada on June 18th so we have a month to marinate over this we've got a month to hype this up as do the other six finalists so let's take a look at where Jaden Rashada ranks in certain quarterback metrics he's the 29th ranked overall player in that class of 2023, the fifth ranked pro style quarterback, fifth in California in that class of 2023, according to 24 7 sports composite rankings. Rashada is 58th, 7th, and 5th, respectively, per the on three consensus rankings in those departments. And as mentioned, he has set his commitment date for June 18th. Uh, Rashada is one of three top seven 2023 quarterbacks who are still to this point uncommitted. Uh, he did make a visit to Miami during the spring period. Sounds like that was a very good visit. Now, of course, a lot of these players will have very nice things to say about every school that they visit. Miami was no exception. I did love what he had to say. He said, quote, I love the opportunity there, along with the relationship I have with the staff. He said, I believe they'll run their conference these next few years. His mouth to God's ears because Miami hasn't actually won the ACC since they entered the ACC 18 years ago. So hopefully whether Jaden Rashada comes or not, that uh, that that opportunity would come up for the Hurricanes in the near future. As far as where Jaden Rashada would fit in the Miami pecking order, uh, whether it's Rashada or someone else like Dante Moore, there are a couple of other good quarterbacks in that class of 2023 that Miami are after. They definitely want to land a big fish in that class. It's still going to be a crowded quarterback room. Now, if Tyler Van Dyke has the year we think he's going to have in 2022, he's going to be making way pretty quickly. TVD is going to be draft eligible at the end of this coming season. He's already being projected out as a first-round pick, potentially a top-10 pick. So even if TVD does move on at the end of 2022, you got Jake Garcia and Ja'Cory Brown waiting in the wings. Jake Garcia is going to be a redshirt freshman this coming year, so he'd be a redshirt sophomore in 2023. Ja'Cory Brown would be a redshirt freshman in 2023. So if Jaden Rashada did come in, 
he would be uh, probably uh, the, the most highly touted out of high school, out of those quarterbacks, certainly more so than Ja'Cory Brown. I think a little bit more so even than Jake Garcia, who I like a lot. You'd have a crowded quarterback room. You'd have some competition, but there would be an opportunity for someone to fill that power vacuum that Tyler Van Dyke is leaving if he does indeed have a good enough year this coming season that he's ready to move on to the NFL. So there would be an opportunity at probably a new starting quarterback being crowned a year from now. Uh, I would love to bring in Jaden Rashada. Um, he's got a cannon, especially for a 17-year-old. Very strong arm, very accurate. So where does Miami stand among the competition? That's the million-dollar question. When you compare where Miami stands for this player compared to the likes of LSU, Oregon, Florida, Ole Miss, Cal, and Texas A&M, I reached out to a trio of recruiting experts who are all covering this story pretty closely. One of them specifically, I think, is covering this particular recruitment very closely. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't get much optimism from any of the three on Rashada. Uh, don't give up hope, though, guys. I'll tell you why. But the first person that I talked to, I asked him, what do you think the likelihood is of Jaden Rashada choosing Miami? And he told me, quote, I wouldn't hold my breath, he said. The second recruiting expert I talked to told me, quote, I don't like Miami there right now, he said. But he added, it's changed about 100 times already with Rashada. So who knows? Now, that's an important thing to remember, guys. Jaden Rashada has a big group here of finalists, a big group of seven. He's still a month away from making his pick official. It is possible that he is legitimately undecided at the moment. When I was 17 years old, I changed my mind on big things more often than I changed my socks. I don't know if I ever had to make a decision quite that big. I did pick what college I went to, but that was an easy pick for me. And I didn't play football, but I picked the U over everyone, man. That was an easy. So he might change his mind still a couple of times before June 18th. Uh, so then you have to wonder who's considered the favorite then. Um, now, if you go by the publications out there, the team getting the most crystal balls, it's Oregon. If you go by, by the percentages, Oregon out of those seven has about 36%. Miami in second place for what that's worth at about 28%. Um, I also got an answer on that from the third person that I spoke to, uh, who I think has been recovering, has been covering this recruitment even more closely than the other two. He said, Oregon is the favorite right now. He did add, though, that the UF visit is going to be an interesting thing to watch for Jaden Rashada. He also added that he feels like, based on the way Miami staff is recruiting other quarterbacks, that they are clearly establishing a plan B. You can take that as a bad sign or just a neutral sign. Like You could say that's a bad sign because they're, they're bracing themselves for not getting this player, so they're covering their butts. Or you could also just say, that's recruiting. There's no guarantees in life, no guarantees in recruiting, that you've got to have a plan B just in case this, this guy decides to go elsewhere. I know that in the month of April, there was this rumor out there that Rashada had like silently committed to Miami. I think that's been debunked. Um, I, I don't think there was a whole lot to that. I, I do. I do agree based on everything I know, who I've talked to, what I've read about this. I do agree that Oregon is the favorite. Um, 
I think it's also important to note, and Alan Rubenstein of Caneswarning.com made a good point about this on his website. Out of the seven finalists, two of them are in big cities. You have Miami and you have Cal Berkeley, which is in the Bay Area, which is a gigantic, booming metropolis. Now, while a player like Jaden Rashada, you know, the glamorous five-star quarterback, he's going to get NIL opportunities anywhere he goes, you would still think that the biggest cities would offer the most opportunities at NIL money. And obviously, uh, Miami players are in a good position to that with Life Wallet and the Ruiz family. I'm sure they've got some good stuff going on in the San Francisco Bay Area as well. So again, I think he's going to be covered anywhere he goes, but you would think there might be a slight edge in that regard to places like Miami and Cal. So that's something to watch out for. So June 18th, I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to talk about Jaden Rashada before June 18th. In fact, we're going to be doing a uh, a special weekend recruiting episode. We're going to be with you on Saturday uh, with John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated. And by the way, John was not one of the three people that I got quotes from. I wanted to save that for when we talked to John on the show this weekend. So I'm going to ask John Garcia if he agrees. Is Oregon the favorite? Where does Miami stand? You know, I, I know this is something that, you're not going to want to hear this because you're going to say, oh, here comes Dono again with the silver linings and the loser talk. But this is real talk, guys. When you're talking about reestablishing Miami into a, a recruiting powerhouse, you're not going to land everybody, but you want to be finalists for as many of these blue chippers as possible, even if you don't land them. I would love to land Jaden Rashada, but even if Miami doesn't, the more of these finals you get into with some of these great players that like narrow it down, you know, Miami, three others, Miami and six others in this case, that's only a good thing. They've already landed some really good recruits under Cristobal, who's been here just for five months. They're going to land a lot more in the next couple of years. So let's all take a deep breath. Uh, some of the first steps you make when you're reestablishing yourself into a recruiting powerhouse is you have to be a finalist for as many players as possible. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about some of the dates that really stand out on Miami's schedule. <coughs> Excuse me. And if you can only go to one game this season, home or away, which one are you going to? I'll tell you what I'm doing right after the show today. I'm getting hungry. I'm going to be downing a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs over the weekend. I've never had anything like this before, my friends. They're available right now, and we can't promise that they're going to be there tomorrow. So go get them today at Built.com. If you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a secret. It's a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. When I tried the puffs for the first time, I was skeptical because I'm not a big fan of marshmallow peeps. These are nothing like those. The marshmallow is the perfect texture, and I love the outside, uh, the chocolate covering, 100% real chocolate. Honestly, guys, these puffs, they melt in your mouth, and they're so good. Make every day your birthday with Built's Birthday Cake Puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake, enrobed it in 100% white chocolate, and even added sprinkles. 
with just 150 calories and 16 grams of action-packed protein, only 9 grams of sugar. This limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So go to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen every day. Now, make sure to check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Tulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, mock draft power rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, you look at the Miami schedule this coming season. We have all the dates. We don't have all the times. So you'd imagine there's going to be some high-profile night games in there. Uh, Miami opens up. They've got a couple of cream puffs to start things out. September 3rd, home against Bethune-Cookman. September 10th, home against Southern Miss. Then the real fun starts at Texas A&M, September 17th. Go to College Station. Home against Middle Tennessee, September 24th. Home against North Carolina, October 8th. At Virginia Tech, October 15th. Home against Duke, October 22nd. Halloween weekend, you're at Virginia, October 29th. November 5th, home against Florida State. We always have that one circle on the calendar. At Georgia Tech, November 12th. At Clemson, November 19th. Oh, second to last game of the season. That is a big one. And then you wrap it up home against Pittsburgh on November 26th. So I asked our Twitter followers, you heard that schedule there. If you could attend just one Miami Hurricanes football game in 2022, home or away, if you can go to just one of those, which one would it be and let us know why? Now, before I go out to the people, let me give you my answer. There's a few great options on there, but guys, this one doesn't happen more than once in a blue moon. Miami has traveled there before within about the last 15 years to Texas A&M, back when Mike Sherman was coaching that team, it's been a minute. You don't often go to College Station. That's the one for me. If I could only go to one game this year, home or away, I would make that bucket list trip to College Station, the 12th man. They got that kissing tradition that they do. I'll bring my wife out there. We'll smooch, you know, the whole thing. Uh, I'm going over to College Station September 17th. That, to me, if I can only go to one Hurricanes game this year, home or away, that would be huge. And also, just from a competitive standpoint, what an opportunity that game gives you, right? I mean, you've got, you know, two easy Ws to open up the season. No one's going to really know who Miami is until they play Texas A&M. If Miami can get a W there at College Station, you have arrived. So that that's going to be a lot of fun. So that would be the game that I pick. Uh, so let's see. Let's see the responses here. Y.O. Keynes wrote to us. Now, he this is not his answer, but he says he is going to the Georgia Tech game because he lives near Atlanta. We've come to find out in the past couple of weeks. We got a lot of people, a lot of Canes fans who watch us and listen to us from the ATL. So I got to be a lot nicer to the state of Georgia because a lot of you come from Georgia. and We love it. We appreciate you guys. He says, but if I could go to any game, it would be at Texas A&M. 
to check out that atmosphere. That's one of those things. It's like, you got to see that before you die. You got to head to a, it's like, same thing. I'd love to go someday to the big house, to the horseshoe, Lambeau Field for a Green Bay Packers game. I've never been there. I'd love to go to Wrigley to catch a Cubs game. I, I think Texas A&M, you know, maybe not quite as high on that list as some of the other, others I mentioned, but it's definitely on that list. Rodney King gave us a good answer, different answer, good answer. He says he wants to go to the Clemson road game. A night game in Death Valley would be really cool. Now, we don't know for sure that's going to be a night game, but it's probably going to be a night game. Unless Miami and Texas A&M are both shockingly bad, right? Because that, that's the second to last game of the year. So Miami's favorite in the Coastal. Clemson is favorite in the Atlantic. Uh, you know, Clemson is the favorite to win the ACC. Miami's the second favorite to win the ACC. If both those teams are good this year, like we expect them both to be, they're definitely going to make that a night game, perhaps even a college game day type of situation there. So, yeah, Death Valley. And that's another one. Death Valley. Uh, I think, you know, both Death Valleys, LSU and Clemson, th those are both on the bucket list as well. I've never been to Death Valley in Clemson to watch a game, but the atmosphere, it's palpable. Like even over television, you get a sense of just how much that building pops. It's really cool. So I think that was a good answer by Rodney. He wants to go to the Clemson game. Uh, Chose writes to us, always FS poo, he puts it. And he even included on the tweet a gif of Chief Osceola falling off of his horse before a Florida State game. So you love the banter. And listen, Miami versus Florida State, if you've never been to one of those in person, it's fantastic. The crowds are always great. A lot of these games historically have been really close between the two. I mean, all the wide rights and wide lefts. Yeah, I've, I've had the privilege of going to a lot of Miami versus Florida State games over the years. I think I've been to... Every single home game that they've played in that series since at least 2002, and I went to a few other ones when I was younger. So I've been to a lot of Miami versus Florida State games. So that's, you know, it's not up there as high on the list as a place I haven't been to, like College Station or Death Valley. But yeah, that's not a bad one as well. This is an interesting answer from William Darden. He says, I would attend the UVA away game. That's interesting. But he adds in, and thank you for your service, William. He says, I'm about to retire from the military in a couple months, and my wife and I live in Norfolk, Virginia. The last game we went to was a home game against Pitt in 2016. I'll finally have time to work around a normal schedule and attend more games. So that is awesome. He wants to go to that UVA game. Doesn't have to travel very far for that. That's good. Oh, we also get a reply from – now, I'm smiling here because those of you who know – Better Duck on Twitter. Better Duck, he's legendary. Very sarcastic, comically negative. So if you kind of understand his humor, you love him. If you don't understand his humor, you probably hate the guy. I love him. But he says he's not going to any games this season because the Canes are going to lose six to seven of their last eight games, he says. The program is gasping for air thanks to Rick and Diaz recruiting scrapes. <laughs> to which I responded to him, hey, Maybe go to the Bethune-Cookman game, right? We probably can scrape out a win in that one. No? Uh, so, yeah, Better Duck had to eject his opinion. Uh, Mitsubishi Miller responded to us. He just simply sent us a gif of the home of the 12th man banner with cheering fans at College Station. So I think most of us are in agreement that uh, you can go to just one game this year, home or away, that College Station. Yeah, you could do you could do a lot worse than that. That would be a pretty good one 
to travel to, my friends. You know, it's a great place to travel to. You don't have to travel any farther than your computer, your smartphone to get on to rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, oh, is your Honda Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't know. And then wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Guys, save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Like if you have that Honda Odyssey and you're looking for a new fuel pump, that fuel pump is gonna cost you $353 from a chain store, only $216 from Rock Auto. That's a huge saving. They have everything your car could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us a favor. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Write Locked On Kane so they know Dono sent you, okay? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com so something I want to get into on tomorrow's episode, and I want to make sure tomorrow I, I credit the Keynes account that tweeted this. I think it's one of the people that we mutually follow. Uh, they threw out there who's going to be a breakout player on offense and a breakout player on defense this coming season. We can get our hands into that, my friends. Now, I would define a breakout player. It's got to be someone who hasn't already broken out. Like, you can't give me Tyler Van Dyke. Tyler Van Dyke broke out last year. The secret is out. He's really good. Right on defense, I would consider a guy like James Williams as someone who already broke out later on last year, number zero, the freshman safety last year. He's incredible. I love him. So you're looking at players who haven't really risen to the occasion yet, right? A candidate for me would be, I think, Elijah Arroyo, uh, the, the second string tight end. I don't think he's really broken out yet. I think he might do that this year. I think Jaleel Skinner, the true freshman, is also a candidate there on offense. On defense, oh, man, I you know, I would love to see a guy like Cyrus Moss who had a really good spring game, true freshman. He still needs to put on the weight, but he's got the length six foot six. He's got that prototypical size. He's kind of like a young, just body type-wise, kind of like a young Jason Taylor type, so maybe he's learning something from Jason Taylor. Trevante Citizen, true freshman. Running back could be a candidate to break out, so we're going to dive – Head first into this tomorrow, a player on offense and a player on defense that you think is going to have their breakout year coming up in 2022. We'll talk about it on Locked on Canes. Guys, I can't thank you enough for helping this channel grow. We're some of the newer kids on the block here on the Locked on Network. Now, Locked on Network is great. Your team every day. Basically, every major college team, every major pro team is represented on the Locked on Podcast Network. So, for you guys listening to and watching Locked on Canes every day, it means so much to me because I know there are so many choices out there. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. If you're listening to the audio podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, make sure you subscribe there as well. 
and we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. So thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen every day. Now make Locked On ACC your second listen. Get all of your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.